Warning. This podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved. Here we are again. Welcome to another week. Um, And today I want to talk about something that I think is um, really important. Uh, I mean, I think that every episode that I talk about is important. Um, If I didn't, then it wouldn't be an episode. So that's a silly thing for me to say. Um, But silence. We had a, a podcast episode a number of weeks ago now where I said, in meetings, you should save a seat for silence because you have to create spaces to allow people time to think or else you just get front of mind um, answers. So always save a seat for silence or always save a space for silence to allow people that opportunity to um to, uh, to to think about what they need to say. Often, the only thinking time that people have is when somebody else is speaking, and that means that they are not actually engaged fully and listening truly to what other people are saying. And when I support change people, one question that I often ask is how comfortable, or one question I often challenge them on, is how comfortable are they with silence? Truly, how comfortable are they with silence? Some people are, and some people aren't. And when I ask this, um, it comes in, the challenge comes in at a whole host of different levels, because some people um, laugh and giggle when they get in a lift because if it's if it's silence, they feel that nervous tension and then they laugh, they giggle, they've got to speak out because they're not really very comfortable with silence. Some people um, fill silences with noises, with additional words, with, with padding on questions. They fill the gap because they are not very comfortable with silence. But I think there's two forms of silence I want you to consider. There's the Silence in the external world and silence in your internal world. To truly listen, you need to be silent externally and internally. When you're listening to this, when you're hearing these northern tones, now you may be thinking about um, the way that you're driving to work. You may be thinking about the, the tasks that you've got to do today. You may be thinking about the conversation that you've just had. You may be thinking um, about what you're going to be doing or what you're going to have for your tea later on. You may be thinking all of those things. You may not actually be thinking um, and truly concentrating on the words that I'm saying. The words that I'm saying may prompt some thoughts in your mind. And when you're thinking those thoughts, you may not be listening to my new part of my conversation and so when I talk about how comfortable are you with silence I want you to think about two things I want you to think about silence in the external world so if you were to ask a question 
of somebody, are you comfortable saying nothing and giving them the space to think? What I see a number of times is leaders of change ask a question, but then validate that question with additional padding at the end or justification on the reason why they've asked the question. They might go, oh, what did you have for your tea? The reason I'm asking is because last night I was really struggling what I had for my tea and I had to think about all of these different things and it resulted in me going to Tesco. So what did you have for your tea? You might. And you don't need to say all of those additional words. All you need to say is, what did you have for your tea last night? And stop. Because the additional padding sometimes takes people away from the actual question that you're asking. And you may not get or provide the space for people to truly think. And it comes from your level of comfort when you're asking those questions as well. So um, first thing, in the external world, how comfortable are you with silence? How comfortable are you asking the shortest what or how question and then stopping? And not padding, not justifying. If somebody doesn't know how to answer it, after a period of silence, you could ask, are you okay with this question? You could ask, do you understand what I mean? Or you could ask, what do I mean by this question? Because you really want to enable people to think. You, um, like I've said many, many times before, the two most important metrics that businesses don't actually measure are number one, the number of ideas and thoughts that we are having as people. And then number two, the length of time between Thought or idea, conversation and action. So if we want people to, if we want to increase the level or the number of thoughts that people have, we've got to create greater spaces for people to think those thoughts. And we've got to do that by asking better questions. And we can ask better questions if we're more comfortable with silence. So that's the first thing in the external world. Don't pad your questions out. Don't justify the reason why you've asked the question. Give people space and time to think about it first and then explore If they don't answer, explore their level of understanding of the question afterwards. Don't just assume or presume because you're not very comfortable with silence that you need to justify the question any further. Give people a chance first. And then in the internal mind, when you are silent, how do you calm the chatter that happens in your mind? How can you be truly present and listening? We spoke about... um, in the past about starting with an empty cup haven't we don't allow your your previous experiences your previous biases your your thoughts on direction of where you want to take it don't allow those things to bias the conversation that you're try that you're having start with an empty cup means empty your mind of all of those all of those thoughts and then just ask the first question and then your second question has got to be the mother of, I guess the answer that the person gives has got to be the mother of your next question, not your internal chatter. So, and you can only do that if you're truly listening to the answer that is being given. So what do you need to do to to quieten the chatter in your mind, to stop the thinking? I, I sometimes encourage people to start when, after they've asked a question, to then count to five 
in the mind. One, two, three, four, five. And become more used to like not padding out, not and giving people a space to think. And what you need to do after you've done that, because it's a it's a stepped process, after after that, then you need to just stop counting and start doing nothing and just listening. Um I had an amazing conversation this past week where somebody um, has a physical thing that they that they play with. They have a stone in the pocket that they play with to to quieten the mind. So when they're doing that, they're, they're shutting out everything else because they're just they're concentrating on listening to what's being said. And by playing with this stone, it allows them to quieten their mind because that's the that's their cue to just to shut off. So what do you need to do to quieten your internal mind? What do you need to do to become more comfortable with silence? Um, We spoke last week about getting by or getting better. If you truly want to get better, you've got to give people, you've got to ask better questions, but then create better spaces um, for people to think. And by creating a better space, the best space is a trusting, safe space. And that can be, and one of the key components of that is if you are actively listening to the person that you're asking the question of. And if they know that you're engaged and listening, they'll show that will show that you are genuinely interested in their thoughts and you're not just getting by and, and doing what you need to do to, to get through the day, really. So silence is just as important, if not more important, than what you say. So how can you become more comfortable with silence, both in the outside world and in your internal mind? Do what you can. Work on that. The greater you are with silence, the better the answers you'll get. And being comfortable with silence is just not being able to get into a a lift and not say anything and not laugh or giggle. It's about silencing, silencing, that internal chatter in your mind as well. That's how to get better, truly better. So yeah, so there you go. You may be having certain thoughts now and those may be distracting you, but what can you do to quieten that voice in your mind? And really, what... In fact, I'll ask you one question and then I'm going to go. But what do you need to do to be better at dealing with silence? Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.